Hello, I'm Derek Walker. I'm the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church. And today, I want to introduce you to a revelation from God's Word that will revolutionize your thinking about how God wants to work in your life. I want to build your faith in the blessing of God that is upon you to empower you to prosper. The blessing, you see, is the key to living in prosperity. Proverbs says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Deuteronomy The Lord your God gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant. Galatians says Christ has redeemed us from the curse that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles, that's us in Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Ephesians says blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Now God has two uh, delivery systems. Blessings and miracles. You know, if I asked you, do you want a miracle today or do you want a blessing? You'd probably say a miracle. They're more spectacular. But do you know what the higher way is to receive from God? I'm going to show you. It's the blessing. You know, we often will live from need to need, crisis to crisis. When we're in trouble, in a crisis, we call out to God for a miracle to rescue us. And uh, God is merciful and he often does miracles. And somehow we think that's the best. And, and that's how it was for Israel in the, in the wilderness. They needed, every day was a crisis. They needed food. And every day God did a miracle for them by sending manna from heaven. But that was still the land of just enough. God, that wasn't God's best for them. He wanted them to have more than enough uh, in the promised land through the blessing of God, even though it wasn't so spectacular, needing a constant miracle, yet that was God's best. It's very important to understand the difference between blessings and miracles, or we will miss God's best. We'll always be looking for a miracle rather than believing in the blessing and causing the blessing to increase and function in our life. Of course we, be- we believe in miracles. We all need one in, on occasion a divine intervention. But more than that, I want to live in the blessing of God. Now, a miracle is something out of the ordinary, a suspension or supernatural thing, um, unexplainable by the laws of nature. In contrast, a blessing is also supernatural, but it utilizes and it works through natural means. A miracle supersedes or suspends natural law, But the blessing is God's divine power working through natural laws. You've probably heard this story, but a woman was trapped on her roof in the flood. She was desperate. The waters were rising. And uh, without the Lord's help, she was going to be doomed. She was a believer. She prayed God would rescue her. And just then, a big log floated by. And she could have jumped on it and floated away to safety. But no, she was believing God for a miracle. And then someone came by in, in a boat and offered to rescue her. Um, she prayed to God for a miracle to save her you see but she refused saying that God would miraculously save her and just before the water swept her away a helicopter came down and a ladder was dropped down and, and again she said no I'm expecting God to give me a miracle and then she drowned and then in heaven she was perplexed she asked the Lord why didn't you answer my prayer Lord and he said I sent you a log, a boat, a helicopter but you wouldn't receive my help You see, she missed God's provision in a blessing because she was committed to receiving help through a miracle. She didn't realize these other things, they're less spectacular, were actually God's provision. 
And so many only really know, want to receive through a miracle. But they're unaware of the power and the superiority, actually, of the blessing. Because miracles are more spectacular, often we value them more highly. But we're going to look at some of the differences between miracles and blessings, and we'll see that blessing is actually better. Well, the first difference is, before you can receive a miracle, you've got to be in a crisis. You know, by definition, miracles are not the norm. Jesus walking on water wasn't an open evening stroll. He, it was called forth by the crisis of the disciples in the storm. Uh, you know, what would you prefer? Living in a desperate situation where you need it, where you received a miracle of a new car, you know, but you had to wait a few months, or that you're so blessed that you've got enough cash that whenever you need a new car, you can just go ahead and buy one. Personally, I prefer to be in the blessing rather than need a miracle. Would you r rather receive a miracle of healing, praise God for that, or live in the blessing of good health where you don't even need that healing? What about if you constantly need financial miracles to deliver you from bankruptcy or to be so blessed financially that you don't need that? You see, miracles only come in a crisis. So living from miracle to miracle means living from crisis to crisis. You know, it's, we all have crises, but a miracle mentality means a lifestyle of crisis. And that is not God's best, you see. We need to aim to be in the place of walking in God's blessing where all our needs are met so that we don't have to be obsessed with our own needs, but we can be focused on meeting other people's needs. And that's through being in the blessing. We may get concerned while well, we don't see so many miracles in our personal life as we used to perhaps when we had a lot of crises. But actually, do you really want to go back to those days? Because maybe if you're walking in the blessing of God right now, then you can see miracles in other people's lives. Well, God made the natural laws to be good. And therefore, he's got to have a very good reason to suspend or override his natural laws to do a miracle. And so he's not prone to violate his laws. And, and so, you know, he's not going to stop the rain that the farmers are praying for just so you can have a nice picnic. You, you know, you've got to be in a crisis before he gives a miracle. And so miracles are exceptional. They're momentary. They only provide a temporary solution. Second difference. God's original intent for his creation was to function under his blessing, not by miracles. In fact, miracles only became necessary because of the fall of man, because sin opened the door to the curse. And if there wasn't sin, if there wasn't corruption, there would never be any need for miracles because God made everything to be good, healthy, prosperous, and so on. God, when he made everything, it says he blessed them, saying. Every type of, of um, living creature and man, it says that he blessed them, you see. And it was his blessing that caused them to be fruitful and to prosper. Genesis says, God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and let the birds multiply. God created man in his image and God blessed them. 
and said, be fruitful and multiply. God has made his creation, and us in particular, to function under his blessing, his supernatural blessing. That's what causes us to prosper. That's what causes us to be fruitful and to have dominion. It was the power of the blessing of God, you see. If we're not under the blessing, then we need constant miracles. But we are made to live under the blessing. That is God's best. That's his design in creation. Notice how he blessed them. He did it by saying. The blessing are released by his words, release that spiritual life. It says that the Lord commands the blessing upon them, life forevermore. God says, I will command my blessing on you. The Lord will command the blessing on you in the storehouses. And in all to which you set your hand, he will bless you. He does it by his word. You know, there'll always be a place for miracles because there is corruption in the earth. But praise God, Jesus has delivered us from the curse and put his blessing on us. Christ became a curse for us on the tree. He's redeemed us from the curse that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. It says that is through faith. And so this blessing is given, is the grace of God that we receive through faith. And if we believe the blessing and live in the blessing, pray, we'll reach our life, we'll move to the point where we won't need miracles for ourselves. You know, if we enter our promised land, then we live under the blessing of God through sowing and reaping and the harvests of God rather than needing that constant miracle. Now, a third difference is that a blessing is always more abundant than a miracle. See, a miracle is always just enough for now, just to get you out of that crisis. But if you're not under the blessing, and if you're violating natural laws, then soon you'll be in the same problem again. If you're not man managing your money right, a miracle saves you, but a month later you're going to be in debt again. Or you're doing something wrong with your body, God miraculously heals you, but if you keep violating the natural law, you'll soon be in that same problem again. So a miracle is not abundant, it just is momentary. You can see that with the manna that they received. They only had enough for every day. And if they tried to store it, it would just rot. So it, they only, it was only just enough for that day and no more. And that's what a miracle is like. But when they went into the promised land, they could sow and it says they could eat bread without scarcity. They could have an abundance of every good thing. They could have a variety. It was abundant in the promised land. The blessing is abundant. The fourth difference is that miracles are always temporary. The blessing is forever. It says the blessing of the Lord, that singular, the blessing of the Lord, makes rich and adds no sorrow. You know, there's a difference between the blessing and blessings. Blessings come from the blessing. The blessing is not the riches, but the blessing produces riches, health and so on. The blessing isn't things, but it will produce things. The blessing is spiritual. It's God's grace, it's God's favor, it's God's anointing. The blessings are the natural things that we get that come as a result of the blessing, you see. The blessing opens doors, gives you wisdom, gives you creative ideas. They are natural and temporal. Blessings, rather, are natural and temporal, but they come from the blessing, which is spiritual and continues forever. Praise God, it says, the blessing of Abraham has come upon us in Christ Jesus, and we're to receive it by faith. 
Hallelujah. You know, we don't want the blessings of Abraham. We don't want the old, his old tents and his old animals that have now died. We want the blessing of Abraham because if we have the blessing of Abraham, that same blessing can do in our life what it did in Abraham's life. It can prosper us. Hallelujah. In every area of our life. You know, the blessing of the, 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 the miracle of the manna was a wonderful thing, but it only lasted for the day. It actually was a repeating miracle for 40 years, but even then it came to an end. It wasn't God's ultimate answer. He wanted, as soon as they got into the promised land, the manna stopped. Joshua 5.12 says, the manna ceased on the morning after they had eaten of the corn of the land, and they had manna no more but they ate of the land of Canaan that year. So the manna, the miracles will stop. You can't depend on them because God doesn't want you to stay in that realm. He wants you to move into the realm where the blessing is working to fulfill and to provide for all your needs. Praise God. The miracles are always temporary. And had they gone on just waiting for manna to fall from heaven, they would have starved. God wasn't going to do that any longer. He was going to not keep doing miracles like that because he didn't want them to stay children depending on miracles. He wanted them to actually move into the blessing because the miracle is God doing something for you but the blessing is God working with you. God wants us to grow up and he wants us to, to work with us, not just for us. So miracles are one-off divine interventions motivated by the mercy of God but the blessing works with us and it works through our seeds. As they sowed and reaped, they entered into more abundant blessing. The blessing keeps on producing and multiplying through the sowing of seeds. That's how he made his creation to work. He made the animals with seeds and as they sowed the seeds, because he also blessed them and empowered them to prosper. And so each type of animal flourished and spread out across the world. Praise God. He wants you to prosper. And he wants your influence, your seed, to spread out throughout the world, in a spiritual sense, that is. And he wants to make you fruitful. Praise God. And so, uh, Psalm 23 says that the blessing of the Lord is with us forever. God has blessed us, and he never takes his blessing away. We receive it by faith. It's all his grace. And even when we sin, even if we don't believe in the blessing, his blessing is still upon us. But we need to receive it by faith and walk in it for it to be active and powerful in our life. But I want you to notice Psalm 23, it says, as we've, it says the goodness and mercy, that's the blessing, shall follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Deuteronomy says all this blessing shall come upon you and overtake you. God wants you to know about his blessing and to walk in his blessing. His blessing is forever. You see, another illustration of this is that you can give a poor man a fish and feed him for a day, or you can teach him to fish. That's the blessing. And then that blessing will continue on the rest of his life. That's the difference. A blessing is better than a miracle. Praise God. Well... Even the miracles of Jesus were one-off special events that did not last. You know, he only turned water into wine once as far as we know. 
but the blessing of God continued with him every day. And God wants us to walk in the blessing of God every day. You won't necessarily have a miracle every day, but the blessing of God is here for you every day to cause you to prosper. Hallelujah. Miracles are unnatural. They're never permanent. God suspends the law of nature for a moment. Something dramatic happens. But then the situation immediately returns to what it was before. And if the root of the problem isn't dealt with, you're going to get back into the same mess. The only real answer is to move into the blessing of God. So we've seen all these reasons means the blessing is, is more important than a miracle. It's higher than a miracle. Praise God. Well, we need to reach a place where we're praying for miracles for others, but we do not need miracles for ourselves because we're walking in the blessing of God. We're walking in the realm of abundance. Now, another difference is that a miracle is God working independent of you, where a blessing is God working with you through your faith. And that actually is what God prefers. Um, God doesn't want to miraculously drop money on you. It would be nice, wouldn't it? But just imagine if God dumped a thousand pounds on you every day. You know, we might like that, but it wouldn't be good for our character. We would just become lazy or whatever. And God actually doesn't want that. He wants to bless us in our work. He wants to bless the work of our hands. He wants us to be involved. He wants us to grow up. And, the, and there are laws that govern the operation of the blessing. You've got to believe the blessing. You receive it by faith. You need to speak the blessing because it's voice activated. And you need to add corresponding actions to your faith. That if you believe you're blessed, then you're going to start walking as a blessed man. You're going to start sowing and believing that the blessing on you is also on your seed. And it's going to cause your seed to go forth and multiply and do great things. Blessings and miracles. Another difference is that miracles come even when a person's in unbelief. That's an amazing thing. God does miracles just because he loves us. Just imagine there's a child who hasn't been good, he hasn't cleaned his room and so on, and, but he says, Daddy, Daddy, please let me watch this program and whatever, let me do this. But you haven't, you know, kept your room, you haven't done what you could. But sometimes the child will just, just out of mercy, he'll say, all right, but you'll promise to be a good boy, won't you? But just out of mercy sometimes, God will give us a miracle, even if we don't deserve it. Often with unbelievers, they don't deserve it or anything like that, but God will give them a miracle because he loves them and he wants to show them that he loves them, you see. And so even when someone's in unbelief, a miracle can happen. And why does God do that? As a sign, because he wants them to believe in him, because he wants them to move into the blessing. Miracles are not for a lifestyle, but they can be a wake-up call. They, they can be something that God uses to get your attention, to show his love, so that you now start believing in him and walking in the blessing. But the blessing of God works through your faith. You know, and uh, God, you see, uh, did a miracle for in Mark chapter 4 in the storm. The disciples cried out to Jesus in the storm in panic. Master, don't you care? that we're dying here. And he, he, he intervened and he did a miracle for them. But it wasn't because they deserved it, because he told them off. He said, you, why are you so fearful? Where's your faith? They had a miracle, but not because they deserved it. Uh, he would have preferred them 
to actually trust his word that we're going to the other side and, and speak to the storm. You know, God prefers you to walk in the blessing where he doesn't have to rescue you with miracles all the time. Well, even the story of the manna starts when it says, God says, I've heard their murmurings. And because of that, I'm giving them bread in the morning and quail in the afternoon. And they were in unbelief. They were murmuring, which is the voice of unbelief. And yet God did a miracle for them. And, and they were up and down all the time. And you might think this, that generation had all these miracles. It wasn't that an amazing generation, but yet the Bi Bible says God was upset with them because of their unbelief. And so having miracles all the time isn't necessarily a sign of God's favor. It's more the fact if you're walking in God's blessing. Now, a, a blessing is spiritual and takes time to develop, whereas a miracle, of course, happens instantly, you know. But... Again, you want to start walking in the blessing now and then you'll never need a miracle. I'm not saying you'll never need a miracle again, but the what God wants for you is to rise up beyond the place where you need miracles. But it's true that walking in the blessing, it takes time to believe God's word, speak God's word, declare that I'm blessed and the blessing of the Lord is causing me to prosper. Hallelujah. The blessing is permanent, that's the next thing. M miracles are temporary, but the blessing is permanent. The gifts of God, it's the grace of God. God has blessed us and he's never going to take it away. The gifts of God are without repentance. He does not call them back. Even your sin and unbelief doesn't stop the fact that God has blessed you if you're a believer. All that it means is that that blessing becomes dormant in your life and it isn't functioning as it ought to. But when you repent and put that right and get back in faith that God bless, has blessed you, then that blessing keeps on working. The blessing is permanent. Praise God. Look at Joseph. He was blessed. He kept his heart right, and even though he was attacked and had these tremendous setbacks, the blessing of God was so strong on his life that every time he got, was knocked down, he get back up even stronger than before. And even at the young age of 30, he was prime minister of the superpower of the time. You know, the blessing, even, even if you lose everything, if you are under the blessing of the Lord, uh, or even if you give away everything, um, and you're, st you're blessed, and that blessing will bring everything back to you that you lost. Because your life is not in your things, it's in the blessing of the Lord that is upon you. Abraham received billions of pounds of the wealth of Sodom and yet he gave it all away because he said, I don't want it to be known that the king of Sodom made me rich. I want people to know that it was the blessing of the Lord on me that made me rich. Now the story of Balaam is, is fascinating in Numbers 22 and it illustrates the permanence of God's blessing. He was hired, you see, he was a prophet that was hired by Balak to curse Israel as they were trying to get into the promised land. And Balak didn't know that you can't curse what God has blessed. It's impossible to undo the blessing of God. If God has put his blessing on you, then there's nothing Satan can do about that. And he sent messengers to Balaam to say, curse this people. I'm, a I'm concerned about them because I know what you bless is blessed, what you curse is cursed. And God said to ba Balaam, don't go with them. You shall not curse them. They are blessed. And then... Balaam, though, unfortunately, was greedy for money. And so 
he was pushing and he was asking God, let me curse them, I want that money. And God actually, because he was pushing in his own will, God allowed him to go with Balak. And, uh, but he told him, you, you cannot curse them. And he was out of God's will. And it's a funny story when, where God actually opens his donkey's eyes to see the angel of the Lord that was resisting him. And the donkey actually spoke. And I think God was saying, you th don't think you're such a great thing being a prophet because even I can make a donkey to see and to speak supernaturally. The special thing on you is the fact that you're blessed. If you continue in this path, going into the flesh, you're going to lose everything. But God was angry with Balaam. But every time he stood up to try and curse God put blessing in his mouth. And the message is given that, for instance, but Balak, Balaam says, how can I curse whom God has not cursed? And then he says, God is not a man that he should lie, or the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Has he spoken blessing? And shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? Behold, I've received commandment to bless. He has blessed and I cannot reverse it. The blessing of God is irreversible. God has blessed you in Christ. You are blessed. Just accept that, that you are a blessed person and start walking in that blessing. Praise God. He also said, God has not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither perverseness in Israel. That seems ridiculous because Israel was sinning. But as far as the blessing was concerned, God didn't see it. God's blessing is all grace. It's independent of your works, of your performance. He has blessed you. But for that blessing to really work as it should, you need to believe in it, you need to speak it, you, you need to add corresponding actions to it. Praise God. And so the only thing that can stop the blessing working in your life is you. Satan can't stop it, nobody can stop it. You are blessed, but you can stop it working through unbelief and sin. And that's what Balaam realized. He got his money in the end because he gave counsel to Balak and said, I can't stop the blessing, but if you can use your women to get the Israelites' men into sin and idolatry, then because of their sin, the blessing is going to stop. It won't leave them, but it will become dormant in their life, and that's going to cause them to, to fail. And they took that advice, and for a time, Israel fell into sin. And that's why the teaching of Balaam is... Con is, is considered a terrible thing but the point is this you are blessed and if you will believe that and walk with God that blessing is going to increase in your life and there's nothing Satan can do about it praise God the blessing of the Lord is going to prosper you